Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I am Fergus. I am your host. I'm joined by old man Steve, born in 1886. Um, Big Steve and all the way from the Highbury squad, Princess Gunnar herself, Amanda. I'm really looking forward to this show. The FA Cup third round is a, a momentous uh, game for uh, for all football teams in the uh, across the football platform, but the FA Cup for Arsenal is a huge game altogether. We are the record holders of um, the FA Cup, and we will talk about that. We are before we're going to talk about that. We will uh, briefly look back at the West Brom game and see what people thought about it because um, during the week we didn't do a midweek podcast for the very reasons that I talked about at the end of the last podcast. My wife uh, had been hospitalised with COVID-19. Um, thankfully, and thank you NHS, um, she has made a fantastic recovery. She's upstairs resting on the sofa because we've got a townhouse with the lounges upstairs. Um, she's resting on the sofa. We've had a really lazy day. Uh, we've sat in bed, drinking coffee, eating toast and stuff, and done really not a lot today. So it's been it's been really nice, and I'm just honestly delighted to have her home. I was really worried. Um, so thank you, NHS. Anybody who's watching um, uh, who works at the NHS, I love what you do. Amanda, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. How are you? Thank you for inviting me on. You're welcome. I'm positive, as always, it seems these days. <laughs> um, I, I had a second COVID test, part of um, the uh, Oxford University test I'm doing, and um, they made me positive again on Monday. So I'm still in isolation. But hey, what happened? <laughs> Who cares? I'll tell you what, I can't really wait good. to not hear the words quarantine, isolation, social distancing, masks. Oh, God, lockdown. I tell you, these words never entered our existence, did they, until last year? So I wish you well, well, and I'm glad Jackie's on the mend. Thank you very, very much. Trev, what's it like did, to live? Did for, you just call you know, in the intros then, Fergus? Did you, you just said old man Steve in the intros? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. COVID? Oh, blame COVID. <laughs> blame, blame, blame COVID. Everybody else says, old man Trev. <laughs> Fergus, I'm, 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 I'm good as always, mate. It's great to be back. I love talking on these shows before the game. It's great to have the princess on. I'm going to serenade her. God, it's Valentine's. <laughs> but, uh, Princess, does your other half watch this? Am I safe to serenade you a little bit? I don't know if he's watching at the moment, funny enough. Oh, <laughs> no. You serenade, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, my dear. I will. Uh, yeah. oh, good. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to today's game, Fergus. Yeah, really good. Old man That's Steve, you're next. Steve, not so old. Steve, how are you, mate? Yeah, no, not too bad. I'm. I'm still. I'm still kind of stuck up north. I'm still in Sunderland at the moment. Um, obviously, we're locked down. I'm not supposed to travel, but it's you know. So I'm a bit in limbo at the moment. Uh, but no, good. I'm looking forward to the game, of course. But at, at the same time, it's 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 a strange one for me because I, as as you know, as we touched on previously, or sorry, prior to going live, I know I, I like the cup games. I like seeing the youth play. I like, you know, got a chubby for the kids as, as other. No, we never there. said that. We said we said you're into the kids. We didn't say yeah, that. You, you, you. <laughs> it's already floating around Twitter now. Um, I think it's got his own hashtag as well. But. Uh, 
a little bit apprehensive about the lineup, what's it will play and, and having that Sunderland connection. Um, you know, if we don't beat Newcastle, I'm I'm doubly annoyed. So yeah, 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 yeah. I imagine that. Listen, before we go, before we go into the Newcastle game, let's let's have a brief rewind uh, seven days. And we had West Brom uh, versus Arsenal, a four-nil victory for the Arsenal. Three victories on the bounce. You know, we continued our resurgence uh, against probably um, a very uh, rudderless, even though they got big Sam in a very rudderless um, uh, West Brom. Amanda, what did you make of the game overall? Well, first of all, I was plutzing that it was going to be called off because of the snow. Every time we scored, it seemed to be the snow was getting heavier. And I was more stressed thinking, can you believe this? You know, we're doing really well. We'll get a clean sheet. We score loads of goals and it'll be called off. That's just so me anyway. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was really nice watching a game that at least 60, 70 minutes, you could just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. it. It's just such a nice feeling to relax, watch the players, you know, watch our junior players, outshine our senior players, which is what's been going on. Um, and, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I've always uh, been on Arteta's side. I've never been one of these that's wanted him out. I've never really moaned because I moan about the players more than him. Um, and I think that we've everyone needs to give Arteta time that's what we need. Um, and, and the fact that, I mean, I, I suppose we'll go on to the team later, but um, I, f I feel that the, the, the pace and the energy of our kids, honestly, has just changed everything. And the minute he put Emil Smith-Rowe in that position of number 10, well, it, it, it's just... It's just lovely. And waiting with Party to come back as well. That's just going to be ace. I don't want to see Party today. I, I don't want him to play today. I, I, if, it, if it was up to me, the team would be, the kids would be on the bench and bring them on if we need some energy in the last 10 or 15 minutes. Um, we, 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 will, we will talk about Sorry, that. you know me, we, I divert. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't worry. I, don't, I, just I, know, I, don't, I, I haven't <laughs> been on a pod for a couple of weeks because I've been working like mental. So this is like, Lella, and I'm going on our podcast after the game. So, yeah, that's, that's. I'm, well, we I'm happy. I'm happy it's turning around. Hmm? Make sure, make sure you plug your podcast at the end and make sure that Sorry, we get yeah. to join you after the game. No, 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 no. We, we want you to do that because, like, you know, uh, you help plug ours and vice versa. No, um, no, I mean, so, I'm sorry that I just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Trev, what did you make of it? Kieran Tierney's excellent solo run and a curling finish with the, go the Gunners uh, in front in the first half. What did you make of that and that goal and the general thing about the game try and take yourself off mute is he muted himself soul. yeah there we go. Fergus <laughs> muted me Fergus muted oh, me I love him no listen listen I, I'm sorry about that I agree with Amanda Amanda's now it there it's uh it's great to, to be watching Arsenal play football over these last two or three games and enjoying it, and enjoying watching the game, and wanting more. Um, I'm a little bit down today, because I don't think I'm going to see our best players today, and I'm desperate to see them again, you know, because they've been exciting me, and, I, and I've missed that badly. Tierney's goal, oh, mate, you could talk about it all night, couldn't you? The, the, the bloke just took the game by the, scru the, by the scruff of his neck and thought, yeah. right, I'm hammering one in here. And, and Tierney and Saka, you know, they've sort of proved me wrong in a little bit, because... 
think back before Martinelli's injury last season, we had we had Tierney, Saka, and Martinelli playing down the left at one time, and I thought, oh, this is lovely, this is bright, this is the future. But I honestly think that Saka's been well, actually, Saka, Emil Smith-Rowe, and Martinelli have been basically doing what they want behind the front one, haven't they? But seeing Saka playing more on the right, giving us more options on the right. I think it's firstly made made Bellerin look a better player, has, has brought Bellerin out of his shell a bit, and it's also give us a give us give us a danger down both flanks. Whereas last season maybe we were looking very left sided when we attacked, all all of our yeah. all of our strength was down the left. Now I think we, we can come from both sides at defences, and that can only be a good thing. I'm over the moon with it. I, I totally agree with Amanda. She's nailed it down. We're, we're so, Do you know- it's been so long. Since I've been excited to watch the Arsenal play football, since I can't wait for the next game, and that's where we are, and I love it. Do you know there were twenty passes in the build-up to that goal, Trevor? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the the first goal, uh, the, the, the the Kieran Tierney goal, and it's um, the first game in charge on Boxing Day since twenty nineteen. The goal, uh, the Gunners have scored more goals following a sequence of twenty plus passes than any other Premier League side. We've done this three times, and it was a, a, a total team goal. Was that the was that the goal that we're waxing lyrical about on on Sky as a team goal, the tippy tappy? I think it was that goal, wasn't it? The second, no, the second goal it was a Saka's the goal. The second goal. The, Saka goal. Yeah, go on, Steve. Saka. Yeah, it's a very good goal. Um, just the, the fluidity with, you know, I mean, Aubameyang, not so much. I thought he had a better game. Um, but Smith-Rowe, Aubameyang, Martinelli, Saka, just the three behind Lacazette. There's so much interchangeability that it showed in the second goal because Saka was the one who came central. Smith-Rowe made the burst on the outside, crossed it into Saka, who put it in. And, and yeah, the... The part I thought the passing, considering the conditions, I was I was just I couldn't I, I couldn't believe it for most of that game. I was just thinking we're playing this kind of football after what we've seen from Arteta playing it so safe in other games. I just thought the conditions. He'll say, "Look, we got a cup next week. We you know let's let's not overdo it." I, I was half expecting us to win comfortably two nil. Wasn't expecting what I saw, and yeah, some of the goals were just. Just brilliant, and as Trev said, Saka on the right hand side really, really opens up, opens up. You know the attacking play on the left because Tierney's doing so much down the left that it, it, we look a much more balanced side. And the fact that we got someone that can move the ball, make runs in Smith Row centrally, when Lacazette comes deep as well, he's filling that hole. It just, it just, it all, it's all clicking at the moment. And and as Amanda and Trev have said, it's it's brilliant to see, and it's great to be excited about watching Arsenal again. Amanda, in the second half, Lacazette added a third and fourth goal uh, after the break, splashing in a rebound from Smith-Rowe, who we continuously talk about, um, uh, that was set up by Tierney. You know, the, the, this youth and this youthful element to our, our, our side seems to be bringing out the best in, in the likes of Lacazette. Um, uh, Trev mentioned Bellerin. Uh, and it just seems to be making players raise their level. What are your thoughts on that? And then we'll move on to the, the game today. Well, I wish it would make Aubameyang raise his level. He's, no, it, as Steve said, he was a little bit better uh, last match, but he's not doing it. Something's not right. I think um, Arteta is not going to drop him, which I feel I'm in two minds. One minute, I think, he just needs to come from the bench and score a wonder goal. And the other thing is he's got to play through it, you know, because he is our um, best striker at the club. 
Um, Lacazette, I've always highly rated. I don't think he gets the uh, credit he deserves. Um, I think the I think the kids have given him a bit of life as well, a bit, a bit of energy. Please for him. Um, it seems to click when Tierney, Saka, Smith Rowe are on the pitch. Um, and as I said, we've got party to come back. I mean, I, I just want to talk about Tierney. I mean, he made his own goal. It was just phenomenal. I, I love everything about his attitude, about everything about him. He's not interested in uh, playing up to the cameras. He just wants to play football. That and, that and he wrapped that. he wrapped up warm as well, didn't he? Like he was in short sleeves oh, and shorts. Do you know what? <laughs> My other half was we were laughing when he came on the pitch, walking down before the game in a t-shirt because it's snowing. It's just so Scottish, <laughs> isn't it? It's just brilliant. I love that. He's not interested. Last year, carrying a Tesco bag, things like that. You know, he's he just wants to play football, and that's what we want. And not only that, he's bloody good at it. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. Um, he's very swearing. No, I know, but um, I, I love him. And Saka, we had a, an awards night last week on our in the Hybrid Squad pod, and it was very hard to choose between um, Saka. Who else did we go for? There was quite a few that we went for, but. I, I for the whole year I went for Saka because I just feel what a player, what a player he is going to be our next captain. I was going to talk about that as well. Um, I don't want Saka to be captain. I just want him to play his game. And Emil Smith Rowe just gets on with it. Just gets on with it. And as I said, they're they're outshining um, our senior players at the moment. Um, yeah, it's exciting times. It really is. It's really exciting. Trev, you'll probably remember the last Scottish man to score a, a game of uh, a goal um, for I know Arsenal that. in the top flight. Charlie Nicholson. Uh, no. Charlie Nicholas. Fergus, it's not. Uh, go on. It's I'll, not. It's I'll got. It's got... I, I would have thought he was. I would have thought he was Paul Dickoff. It is Paul Dickoff. Everyone keeps saying yeah. Charlie Nicholas, but it's got to be Paul Dickoff. So, sorry, it's yeah. an away goal. It's an away goal. Oh, you didn't say oh. that. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I, I misread my own notes. So right. Iris is dyslexic, but I'm KO now. <laughs> Fergus, just before you move on, Stan, just before you move on, it, I don't think it hurts to dwell on this performance at West Brom for a couple of minutes longer, mate, because it was a special performance in bad weather. And going back to the... to the, I'm not going to name any players here, but you'll all know what I'm getting at. Going back to the, to the Saka goal, right? Saka plays the ball into Lacazette to his feet, right? And just because they know each other and because they both want to play and they both want to move, Saka goes left. Emil Smith-Rowe goes right at pace, right? I think it was Laka picked out of Smith-Rowe, wasn't it? But it may have been West Brom, but no no team in the world can defend against that. No left-back in the world can, take on to, can, can cover two players attacking at pace like that. And, and I'm not going to name any players for this part of it, but we've not seen that all season. We've not seen that all season from anybody. That's how much th these two players, from my perspective as a fan, have improved is that, us. Is that because we've missed a number 10? And I know we talk about the number 10 uh, time and time again, and he's hopefully uh, going to be, that, that issue is going to be solved in January. We won't, won't go down that route. But have we missed that creative number 10 type player? And has Smith Rowe filled that gap for you? Well, Smith Rowe's obviously filled some kind of gap, Fergus, but 
But Amanda touched on it just now, and she mentioned it with Alba, but there's obviously been things going on at the club that we're not aware of because these players, the players before the youngsters came in, at the start of the season, were playing okay for, for Arteta. They were playing okay, you know, and then they just suddenly, like someone flicked a switch, it was that quick. They went off, didn't they? And it just appeared that nobody wanted to play for either the club or for him or for the badge or for whoever, however you want to put it. And these kids have just flicked it back on again that quickly, almost overnight. And he's brought these, these three kids in. He had to bring them in for uh, for other reasons, but and they've flicked the switch back on. And now, and you just said it as well, Fergus, other players are watching these youngsters playing now and thinking, hang on a minute, I need to up my game here. Yep. I'm not going to get my place. And my place ain't guaranteed now like it has been for the last two or three seasons. You know, I'm not going to be able to stroll around just touching the ball now and again and, and trying to make myself look good. I've really got to play, you know. So it can only be good. It can only be good, mate. Do you know what they've brought? They've brought absolute enthusiasm through yeah, that from back to front. And I think it... it What's that word when you know it breeds? It breeds it in everyone. It brings it. I can't think of the words. I'm so yeah, tired. Of, you, you could say competition breeds competition. Success yes. breeds success. It's very old salesy sort of uh, sort of talk. And but it works as motivational. That it's used. That's in the sport, word. Used in sales. Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yes. I'm good like that. <laughs> Listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> FA Cup third round. As we said, the FA Cup is very special to Arsenal. Um, she wore, she wore, she wore a yellow ribbon on the merry month of May. Um, hopefully, by May, we may get into Wembley um, with uh, mm. fans, no matter what team gets there. I'd just like to see fans in Wembley. I'd like them to be Arsenal fans. Um, and, you know, Newcastle, uh, we talk about Ozil uh, briefly. The last home goal that Ozil scored was against Newcastle, which is quite ironic. Um, but Arteta has more or less a full squad to choose from going into this game, unlike Steve Bruce, who their their squad has been decimated with COVID over the last few few months, um, or a few weeks anyway. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lascelles, Lascelles, is it? Uh, um, Lascelles and St. Maxim, they've they've both really taken it badly and been six or seven weeks out with it. Um, Thomas Party, uh, you mentioned it earlier, Amanda. Mm. Um, he's available. He's available, uh, and the the the, the, the rumours are um, that he he may well start. Um, Steve Bruce has said that he doesn't like the fact that he's fielding uh, a, a useful side. He thinks it devalues the cup itself, but. Unfortunately, I, I get his point, you know, because in normal circumstances, when Man United um, opted out of the FA Cup for one season to play in a, a World Super Cup or whatever it was, uh, and when people criticised the likes of Arsenal and Arsene Wenger putting in um, uh, lower quality um, squads into the, the, the FA and the League Cup, we've come under criticism, but needs must at this moment in time. If you want these competitions to continue, um, and, and and last through this pandemic, uh, Steve, sorry, you're just going to have to have to play your kids or else just relinquish the, the, the tie. Amanda, you said you didn't want to have party playing. Why not? 
No, not in this game. I'd, I, I would save him for Crystal Palace next week. Um, I would bring in the fringe players for this game. It doesn't devalue. You're using your squad. I hate it when people say that. Um, every, every fan of every team today is going to want their team to win the FA Cup. It doesn't matter what anyone says. You know, I understand the younger generation don't understand so much about the FA Cup and what it means. And everyone's so incensed with the top four nonsense um top four wasn't a trophy never has been and never will be um i'd rather win the fa cup and come sixth i'm afraid um because you're known for winning trophies how can we take the mickey out of tottenham fans and 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 devalue the fa cup it's but it's bizarre behavior but you know what i say i i, I love going to wembley and i you know i think that please god the we're all vaccinated and done by May that we can actually get back to football and as you said Fergus whoever is at Wembley apart from that lot um I'd want to see fans <laughs> yeah, yeah apart from that lot I'd want I'd want fans I miss that at game I'm not going to go down that road but I really miss it but no I wouldn't play party today I I, I would slightly change it um I'd bring Gabrielle back if, if, if he's fit if he's ready I would bring him back but party's coming back from an injury and I just think either leave him on the bench um, or play him next Saturday. Um, talks are that Abamyang party, uh, sorry, Abamyang Pepe and Martinelli are going to be the front line. Um, mm. Steve, what would you do with um, with party first of all? Uh, party, no party, and uh, what do you think of that forward line? I think I think bench for party. I think it will do him good being at the stadium, training up, you know, warming up for a match. Um, You'll probably, you know, he's the sort of player that will then do an extra session after the game when you, you know, when you see it on the pitch. A couple of players that are coming back from injury tend to be running up and down the pitch, utilizing the the extra day of training, so to speak. Um, I would have him on the bench. I wouldn't really throw him in, um, but I, I, I'd, I think. I think, yeah, have him along, have him, you know, have him some extra. See, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't even wouldn't even give him 30 minutes. But then saying that, it depends on how the game is going. Maybe, you know, if he is fit, because he's been back in full training for a couple of weeks. Um, he's been, you know, posting videos and doing everything else. So, uh, no, generally no party, but have him have him there just in case. Um as for Aubameyang, Martinelli, and Pepe, I'd I wouldn't scoff at that as a front line. Um, I would I would like to see Eddie. I really would like to see Eddie. I don't want to see William. Um, <laughs> no one does. Rather, <laughs> I'd much rather see see Pepe. Um, Aubameyang, I think I think should be playing just because he, he he needs to build on on that last performance. He needs to be showing that he can you know like he used to come back receive the ball deep and then take on a man down the flank or you know track back and put in a tackle because because he, he, he's made some great recovery tackles in the past and we're just not seeing the effort levels from him at the moment so if he was to play i'd like to see him build on the performance at west brom um not that it was much to build on but it was better than the game before um so yeah I, i'd like to see a bamiang pepe and eddie to be honest uh martinelli i would definitely keep in for um for Crystal Palace, I'd I'd keep him sat back and bring him back in against Palace, depending on how Warber plays today. Trev, uh, your thoughts on Party um, and that possible front line? 
Yeah, I'm with most of the comments, really, Fergus. If we do see party today, I wouldn't want it to be for more than 10 or 15 minutes at the end, just if he needs to stretch his legs to see how he's going. Cannot see one, cannot see any reason why we would want to risk him from the start. But then again, I'm not the expert at picture team. But why would we want to risk him from the start? I'll be surprised if we see Martinelli. I'd be very surprised if we see Martinelli on the field today. Don't forget, he's just come back from a long time out of the game and it'll, it'll do him no harm to have this week off. Um, I, I, I just just want to touch... See, the FA Cup, right? I, I, I'm not disrespecting fans that don't go to games here. Well, you lot know I don't disrespect any fan, however they watch a game of football. But the FA Cup is a bit special, you know, and it, it is... Uh, uh, picking up on what Amanda said... It is a different day out at the football, you know. For us that are lucky enough to be out to attend games, for us that are lucky enough to be out to attend games, the FA Cup is a very, very special day. And I think that sort of makes it maybe more important to us people that are lucky enough to be able to go than those people. I'm not disrespecting the people that can't go to the final, but it is a very special day out at Wembley. It's, it's unlike any other day, you know. A cup final. Trev, so, I, I, I've, I've, I've had um, some of my most fantastic experiences in FA Cup games. The Chelsea win in 2017 uh, was, we went there as total underdogs, uh, expecting a hammering uh, from a very uh, uh, resurgent Chelsea. And also in this very round, about two, three years ago, we, we, we met that lock down the road. And I end up crowd surfing across the North Bank when uh, when, <laughs> when we um, when we won. It was just unreal. Trev, you remember? Sorry, go on. One second. One second. Um, you remember? Arsenal, um, Newcastle um, have been eliminated um, from the FA Cup three times when they played Arsenal away in in uh, at the Emirates. Or, well, at Arsenal uh, in two thousand eight in the fourth round tie in a quarter final replay in two thousand and two, and also the fifth round replay in nineteen thirty six. What was it like at those games? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> He's so rude to you, Trey. When I when I meet him face to face, old man, there is as nice as pie. Yeah, I bet he's scared, isn't he? He's one of those keyboard warriors, Trev. He says lots of things, but when you meet him, he's like, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And don't forget, we had a very easy FA Cup final win against Newcastle not too many years ago. What year yes, was I that now? That. I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember. It was uh, 98. It was an Elka, wasn't it? Was that the game yes, or am yeah. I going the wrong yes. one? Yeah. I'll get everything wrong. It, Is it, it an Elka? I get mixed up. Remember, I, really, I really start getting involved and really following Arsenal. I've actually brought a portable TV into my sales office. I was selling cars at the time. And that would have been actually no, it wouldn't have been 98. Yeah, it was night, it was 98. 98. Yeah. And right. and uh, people want to buy a car. I was gone, off. Oh, I'm watching the telly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Nicholas and Elka. But can I just mention something that would be probably you've right. lot have forgotten? Nine years today, Thierry Henry came home and scored that goal. That yeah. goal. I th- yeah. were, we, were you all? We were. I was there. Were you all there? Yes, I was there. Yes. It was. Oh. It was. I, I can't explain that feeling. That I mean, we were where I sit is opposite where Wenger and Henry were, and I was watching him be substituted come on and I looked at my cousin I went it would just be so him to score a Roy the Rovers goal but I just said it off the cuff I didn't you know just said it off the cuff 
when he when he did his trademark run, it the the I just want to explain it for people that weren't there. I think you, uh, Fergus and Trev were. It just built and built and built this this electricity. And when he scored, I've never heard a noise like it at the Emirates. I remember uh, Napoli coming to our grounds and we rocked the ground one night. But this this was just. It was it was like the whole ground was electric, and that nine years it. today that the king came home and did that, and only yeah. him. It was just phenomenal, wasn't it? That timeline's uh, when I got my season ticket. I was trying to think was it 10, 11 years ago, but it's actually nine years uh, next season, effectively um, when I got my season ticket because I was uh, clock end upper in all the tourist seats. And I've never seen it so lively. It, you know, nobody moves except for moving a blanket on uh, to, to avoid, the, <laughs> avoid the breeze it that went goes through. Mental. It went nuts. and, and for a long time after nuts. as well, because it was just it it was magical. It, it and but everyone I, talks I, about that goal. Amanda, was, I also went to Sunderland away not long oh, yeah. after that and yeah. scored that goal uh, at Sunderland away. Was that when he backheeled it, it or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and we were in the, we were in the south stand lower. They've now moved us to the as away fans to the upper north stand. When the south stand lower, and I piled out. I think I'm on match of the day, and also piled down the front, battered <laughs> and bruised, and we're doing the conga uh, along there. It was just Thierry Henry, Thierry Henry, hand a frog though. Hand a frog. Yeah. Oh, behave. I'll yeah. forget that for now. We're in forget the FA it. Cup. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> Arsenal FA Cup and the wonderful goals. Yeah. yeah. But, the but, FA Cup has some brilliant moments. And, uh, you know, just going back to what you were saying, I think for me as a fan that doesn't always get to the games, I, the thing I love about the FA Cup and not so much the Capital One Cup, League Cup, whatever, I don't think that's as special. But the FA Cup, not only does it give affordable, more accessible tickets to, to fans that don't go all the time. The the chance to see players that are in the squad, young players, and traditionally, uh, you know, under Wenger especially, he's always brought in other players, younger players through in the FA Cup. Um, so just see, seeing other players that you don't always see on the TV every week, I think is is a good thing about the FA Cup. For the, the I Team you should be... Team News should be out any minute now. Steve Bruce has faced Arsenal 28 matches in all competitions, winning just two, drawing six and losing 20. Um, his sides have scored 12 goals in the 28 meetings in all competitions. Um, hopefully, can we'll get that squad come out. Go on, go on, Amanda. Can I just pick up something forward. Steve said, and I wanted to go like that to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you said the League Cup doesn't... <laughs> when you said uh, the League Cup doesn't mean anything, let me tell you, Steve, in 1987, when George Graham took us to Wembley against Liverpool, it meant the world to us. No, of course. What, right, what no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I understand what you're saying. People see it as the least important cup. I do, mm. I do understand that, yeah? But it's a trophy. And we all went, I was 19, 17, 18 at that time. My first ever live final. 12? Yeah, don't look it. Are you sure? Um, Was that Stone or Kate? (laughs) It was my first ever final, Steve, live. I'd watched United uh, in 79 at home. My dad was there. But it was my first ever final going to Wembley. I don't live far from Wembley as well. It was only about 40 minutes. It was magical. 
that will be one of my favourite ever because it was my first. We beat Liverpool, Charlie Nicholas. They never lost when Rush scored. All this. Yeah. I was, and it was the old Wembley where they went up the stairs and I had the seat by the stairs. It was the most bizarrest right. thing ever. Yeah. I gave my hat and scarf to Charlie Nicholas and he runs around Wembley with it. But I, it, it, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, I hate it when people diminish cups. They go mm. the League Cup, the FA Cup, whatever cup. See, oh, here we go. Here's the team. One sec, Trev. Let, let Fergus do the team and then you can come back. The, the team, and, I, and I, I do want to get your point because it's really important. Team is Leno, Cedric, um, Louise, Mari, Tierney, Elneny, Willock, Pepe, William, uh, Martinelli and Aubameyang. On I'm the bench shocked. with Irishman. Yes, am I. Uh, Chambers, Maitland-Niles, Shaka, Zaka, Nelson, Smithrow, Enketia and Lacazette. Trev, finish your point, then we'll talk about this team. No, I, I was just going to follow up what Amanda said because when, when, 87, when, what year was it we lost to, 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 oh God, I hate to bring up, what year was it we lost to Luton in the League Cup final, Amanda? 88, 88. 88. That oh, was horrific. Those, those two finals, they, they, they're still brilliant days out, you see. They're amazing days. I mean, obviously, Nicholas scoring and Liverpool never lose when Rush scores. We ran that right up them. But in those days, it wasn't a reserve team's cup, was it, Amanda? We played no. our best side. We played no. our best side. I said but Trev, we weren't. It was because it because it was our only final. We weren't even challenging for the league, or it was all Liverpool and Everton, wasn't it? It was. So this was yeah. our cup final, as such. But going back to the team, yeah. I'm really shocked. He's got Martinelli out there. He's, I'm shocked he's got Willian, yeah. um, and I'm a little bit shocked that. Tierney's playing, but apart from that, he's got a. I, I'm, I'm glad he played a Bamiang. I'm just looking at the team yeah. now. And Pepe well, I, I, and Willock, I expected. I, I, probably, I, I probably would have dropped Tierney from Maitland Niles. We could, could have an option to put him on there. Um, Martinelli, I'm not. Uh, possibly, possibly. But Martinelli, I'm not surprised he's, he's, um, He's playing. He was taken off, wasn't he? Uh, did he play against West Brom? I can't remember. But I know he was taken off early against... Uh, no, Martinelli uh, didn't come on, did he, against West Brom? Didn't he sit on the bench? Yeah, didn't so, need him. Yeah, so he's been, yeah. He's been rested. So he's been rested. So, you know, it's yeah. a bit of squad rotation and you can understand that. Uh, understand that. Um, the Newcastle side that we're going to face is... Uh, let's Doesn't matter. Look. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we've got a very we've got a really really we got a really good bench i can say that we've got yeah. a good bench yeah. except for the goalkeeper's situation worries me it really matt macy's gone surely he must be bringing someone in he well, must we'll be. talk we'll talk about that just briefly they've got the bravak in in goal uh and all those other Who? players the salsa actually Who? yeah exactly that's why we'll, that's we'll why i stopped we'll, we'll <laughs> Isaac uh, you know, the, the only one that worries me on there is Andy Carroll. He always gets one Ooh. against us. Oh, isn't he? God. Yeah. But, yeah. He he's it. older than me. So, Gabriel's not, old. Gabriel's not on the thing, is he? No. What's happened to Gabriel? I noticed that. He'll be, be back. He'll probably be back in for Palace. Be, I really yeah, but remember, he's, he was suspended, then he got ill. So, maybe yeah, he's just... He's, he's, yeah, he's just maybe. finished his isolation. He wouldn't have been back... back. Mm. Two week, two weeks off in training at, a, at, an, at an elite level. Take it from me, I'd know. With this body, I definitely know. Um, <laughs> Amanda. Jesus Christ. Um, 
uh, it will really affect these players. So he'll take a week to get back into the swing of things, and he's back for the Palace game. Um, good thing Party's not playing. Fergus. Yeah, not even on the bench. Does Does Gabriel get back in our side? Yeah. Does he get back straight back in? It'd be. I, I, mean, I, could, I could understand it if he did, but it'd be hard on the other lads. You yeah, I, it, it, it will be difficult. It will be very difficult, um, you know, because who do you drop? Rob Holding has done really well. Um, as ha- Left-footed centre-back. Yeah, but Holding's nowhere to be seen either. I'm surprised, actually. Yeah. Holding, Holding's going to be rested. He, he's played, I think he's played every game. This the thing is, what, what people don't understand, and they should, is that Arteta has to manage everybody in, in the right way. Martinelli has to be managed more than anybody because of his injuries. We need to keep him fit. So maybe he's got a game plan that he's going to play for 60 minutes. You know, we have got another break this week. He didn't play last week. So maybe he wants to get him, you know, playing today because he hasn't played for a couple of weeks. A um, little bit shocked about Holding. But yeah, again, maybe it's just a rest. It doesn't hurt. Um, I'm not keen on seeing Willian. I don't think anyone's keen on seeing Willian. But if he's got to play, play him in the cup. That's the, what I say. The other thing with Willian, I'm, I'm, I prefer the fact that he's there. He looks as if he's going to be the ten, rather than out wide. And I do think Willian is better when he's centrally behind the striker because he, you can afford to have him, not you know not making runs you don't need him to track back and cover the you know cover the fullback he can sort of flow and and do whatever it is he he's supposed to do um without having the pressure of trying to get beyond defenders and and be be mobile so who's gonna mark um david who's gonna mark andy carroll just looking at the team probably Mm. mary mary's good in the air He's going to have to be, you know. Yeah. He seems a confident young lad, Mari, doesn't he? I'm quite happy with him, to be honest. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with what we're seeing so far. But, apart from Chelsea, where he was a little bit shaky, I mean, he's not had, he's not had the, the, the toughest of, of opposition, um, but he's he's done bloody well with who he's come up against. And you can only prove uh, what's in front of you. Well, um, you see, Stevie, Stevie, hang on, son. Hang on, so say he's not had the toughest of opposition, right? But Brighton and, and West Brom, they, 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 I know they're at the wrong end of the table, but in that area of the field, size, they're big lads, set pieces. He's done bloody well with what, what, what he has come up against. And you can only play with what's in front of you. Um, my, my point is not as a point to, to slag off Pablo Mari, but just, you know, you look at Gabriel the last couple of games that he played, he was under the cosh and he made a couple of mistakes and people, as soon as Mary came back in, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Gabriel shouldn't, shouldn't be back in and Mary is all this. And I just, I just think that's harsh on Gabriel considering how well Gabriel did for the first quarter. of yeah. the season. Um, yeah. And, and I like Mary, but I think if somebody's going to drop out, I think it will be him because he hasn't played consistently for long enough. But I think that's why he's playing today. I would have liked to have seen Chambers for some more minutes. Um, Guys, uh, and Andy puts a slightly tongue-in-cheek comment up, but also um, uh, a very valid point. Is he resting the likes of Smith-Roll and uh, Saka and yeah, the kids for the league? Of course he is. I think that's... Uh, yeah. Of course yeah, he is. It's, it's a really good... He is. Of course he is. He's, and that's sensible. 
because they've been our best players. So you rest your best players in the in today's football, in the current world we live in. There was a time when they play every game, as we just said. But they're our best players at the moment. They're our best performing players. They've got us results. If they if they're going to rest them, that's who they've got to rest. You know they've, you know, and 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 when do we play again? Thursday. So bring them back nice and fighting fit on Thursday. Do we play Thursday? Who are we playing Thursday? Yeah, against Palace. Palace. I yeah, it was Palace Thursday. Oh, I'm confused. Sorry. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I it's, don't know what day it is anymore. With with with, with tongue and cheek. Uh, sorry, with that uh, was really comment and Andy said it wasn't tongue and cheek, mate. Um, with Balogun um, not being even named in this squad. Does it look like he's um, he's off? Yeah, I mean, look, if if a player doesn't want to sign for us, he shouldn't play for us. That's, I that's how I see it. Um, I'd I love agree. to have seen him, but he's obviously made his mind up and he's going. He's not even on the bench. But just, no. you know, I'm sorry. Oh, hello, hello Mum. Steve's mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her, look. She's oh, talking to you, hello. Steve. <laughs> there. She's going to go. <laughs> You better tell us she's on the internet. Yeah, hello, Steve's mum. You're live on Channel Four. Please do not swear. Listen, now going back to Balogun, if he doesn't want to sign for us, he doesn't play for us. End of. If you're not Arsenal, you're not Arsenal. And he, I really was upset. Sorry, Trev. One sec. I was really upset when they they played Nasri the week before. We all knew he was gone, and they played him. I think it was at Newcastle away, and. That really pissed me off because we all knew he was going, and he actually played quite well that game. But no, you're not. You've not signed. You're not playing. Think, yeah. I I don't understand how the youth system works, but I just I just think it's such a shame that obviously Arsenal put a lot of work into the young man. He's been. I don't know how long he's been with us for, but we put some work into him and it brought him up to a certain standard, and then he's off and. I, I may be way offline here, but I can't help but thinking. Um, can't help but, but think: Is there an agent having more of an involvement yeah. here than they should be allowed to do? Especially with a player who must be impressionable, who's at such a long, young age, you know. So it's, it's really a shame because I think there's a decent player from what I've seen in Balogun. We've done a lot of work to get him to the standard he's at, and we're not going to reap the rewards. And I can't help but think that the only reason we're not going to reap the rewards is because of some some outside influence, i.e. agents. I may be well off the mark, but that's my thoughts and I'm allowed to have them. Samantha, you can come to the Arsenal whenever you want, but don't forget it's your next round for the beers, girl. (laughs) And I'll be there. Steve, you're renowned, I'm not going to use the punchline, but you're renowned to know an awful lot about the youth teams and you watch a lot of the unders, uh, the under-23s and everything else. Uh, Balogun, would he be a huge loss to us? Um, um, I, yeah, I think he'll be a big loss. Um, he, him, and Tyrese John Jules, who is currently, I think he was at Lincoln last season. I can't remember where he is this season. I think maybe Doncaster or Rotherham, but he's playing well. Um, those two are very promising. Um, we lost Sam Greenwood in the summer to Leeds, who England's under 18s or under 19s international, very, very good scorer, scored a lot for us last season. Um, so we've got a couple of good strikers there. Balogun, I, 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 from what I've seen online, what I've seen Arteta come out with, and I was thinking this sort of some point last week, the whole deal with Balogun at the moment stinks of Josh Mavadidi from the other year who ended up going to Juventus, and that was a manager deal. He wanted to stay with us, and he didn't. 
he ended up going at Juventus for, for much bigger money. Um, and it stinks of the Josh Madger deal from Sunderland the other year, where it's where it's a young player that wants to stay for the club. The club is offering him a certain certain amount, but because he's got this hype and this promise, the agent thinks that he can take more. And and at the moment, look at Arteta's press conference the other day. He said the player wants to sign for the club. The club want to sign with the player. Not sure about the agent. And and it stinks at the moment. It stinks of exactly well, that. His- his agent is Enketia's agent, is Saka's agent. Uh, I know Saka, when he signed a new deal, he got um, a, a huge bump in wages. Um, I think he went up to 50 or 80 grand. I think it's 50 grand a week, but it was only an 18-month contract. And that 18-month contract means that, hello, at the end of this season, yeah. he's in the final year. And you know, he, he'll either get a big increase, which he deserves, Um but we needed to get him onto a three or four year contract that he had some value. So all, all you do with an 18 month contract uh, for such a young player is really pay him wages and they've got too much control. But what we um, should do, what Arsenal should do is show him a video of Nicholas and Elker and what happened to him. Very, yeah. very, very And they true, got him, you know, you know, it's such a shame that these agents aren't pro the clubs. They're just not. They're pro their own lining of their own pockets. And, you know, Balogun, he just has so much potential. He looks so exciting, didn't he? And what what we saw of him. But can I just say something? Andy, I'm not 52. I'm 51. <laughs> so thanks for that. I'm 51 and a half, actually. But, um, we, we, yeah, I am 51 and a half. But um, just, just going back to players like Balogun, no, for me, I I, I, I don't want to see him in an Arsenal top if he doesn't want to sign for us. But the thing with Zachary is, yeah, I think they're hedging their bets, the agents, aren't they? Because if he start, if he carries are. on doing what he's doing, you know, they want him out. They want him at Madrid, Barcelona, wherever, you know, the bigger clubs, as they say. And, and, and like, you know, there's talk about um, Draxler, there's talk about Isco, there's talk about lots of mid-20s, late-20-year-old players who have made it well at some other sides have been linked to us over the over the um over over the January period. And I think uh, similar to the, the the Balogun situation, I don't want those sort of players. I want players like Saka, like Martinelli, like uh you know Smith Rowe, the ones who want <laughs> like Rocky Rowcastle, like you know, players who want to play for that well, the, the proper badge, not that badge, but it doesn't matter. But play for that, not for the, for that. That badge, know. what Steve's got. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the left-handed cannon. Yeah. Trev, she, thoughts on, on the Balogun situation? Well, I just said it, Fergus. I don't know much about the boy. I certainly don't know what goes on behind the scenes at a football club. But it does seem strange that someone of that age that's been at the club, been nurtured by the club, progressed by the club, Bought up to the standard he's at by the club, suddenly wants to be off. You can't help but think that there's someone else sowing seeds in that young man's head. And it's horrible. It's nasty. It's one of the worst things in football, agents. I, I, I hate them with a vengeance. And, 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 and that's not an overstatement for me. I hate agents with a vengeance. They're a scourge on our game. They take millions and millions of pounds out of the game. And Amanda just touched on it. She's dead right, Okay. A player, an agent will go to the player and say, I've got your best interests at heart. I will look after you. You'll come under my wing. And an agent will go to the club and he'll say, I've got this player. Now I've got the interest of your club. I can get him to you. I can look after you as a club. I can get this player. 
But at the end of the day, they don't care about clubs. They don't care about players. They care about putting pounds in their pocket. That is all agents care about. They don't care about well-being. They're pocket liners and mainly their own pocket liners. Sooner they're gone, the better. Especially, well, sorry, Fergus, 30 seconds more. Especially when the game's in, in, in such a condition where with Arsenal are taking out £120 million loans, you know? Yeah. When we're in that financial situation, yet you know for a fact there's probably an agent pocketing so many millions out of the Arsenal most weeks or wherever it's done, I don't know. It frustrates me greatly, mate. Frustrates me greatly. Uh, I, I professionally, I deal with quite a number of footballers or their agents and stuff uh, and, and facilitate some of their requirements. And Amanda, you probably do as well in, in, indirectly in, in the, the fields you work in. And you do hear and see the amount of money that they will put on uh, a purchase just to take for themselves. So agents are, 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 um, are, are a menace to uh, football clubs and taking unnecessary cash out of football clubs. With regards to the loan, I don't actually have an issue with the loan because if KSC, because the club is meant to be self-sustaining and if Cronky uh, and KSC lent money to the club, it would be in the form of a director's loan and it would probably be in the form of a, a loan of an interest rate of 4 or 5%. Uh, because that would be a, a normal rate that a, a director's loan would be would be um, realised at. The 120 million that we've got is to cover um, the match day revenues, which are around 95 million pounds a season that we're losing uh, with no fans there, and the interest rate on it is going to be next nothing, probably half a percent, uh, if that. So I think it was sensible business of the club to do it. That yeah. lot down the road going for um, a little bit more for 175 million. Um, and I'm sure many other clubs have done it, but not necessarily it's been publicized. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the club have done what they need to do to survive. And this this is just a really tough time. Go on, Trev. I can see you seething. Fergus, I was making a vague comparison, son. I was making a vague comparison, uh, you know, and maybe it's the wrong comparison to make with the loan. But what I will say is if, if, if my name was, uh, if I was the owner of Arsenal Football Club and I had 500 million in the bank and the Arsenal was a bit skint, I'd give it 100 million. I wouldn't have to loan it here. I'd say, here you go. You're in my heart. Here you go. You just said it there. You're in my heart. The difference between you and Stan Kroenke and the difference between you and the uh, the Mashuri family at Man City, uh, just go through all the list of, of owners of football clubs. They're not in their heart. The last time I saw somebody with somebody in their heart was Blackburn Rovers. And he, uh, what was his name? Whelan or Wheeler? Um, he he Walker, plowed. Walker. Walker, yeah. He plowed millions and millions. He bought Alan Shearer and they were the aside from Leicester, they were the only outsider to win the Premier League since its foundation over 20-odd years ago. So, yeah. So, Amanda, your predictions for the game tonight. Newcastle have been eliminated 10 out of their 11 FA Cup ties against fellow Premier League opposition, with the only exception being Blackburn Rovers in 2012. Um, what's your prediction on the scoreline tonight? Are you confident? Um, if we draw, what happens tonight? Does it it has to finish tonight, no replays. So is it extra time, well, then penalties? Right, yeah. fine. So your 90-minute um, prediction, then, on that basis. Okay, two all. 
to all Ooh. you heathen mm. woman you heathen I know woman. I know to I've just got this feeling oh. that we're now hold oh. on because you haven't let me finish because he said 90 minutes <laughs> I think it's going to go to all and we'll win it in extra time with a Martinelli screamer when he comes when he uh well it depends actually who's going to come I... off the bench and score a screamer uh Eddie, we'll see. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie. I call him Nicotier, but it's Enketia, isn't he? I never get these names right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think um, you're in good company. <laughs> I can never, honestly, I still get a Bamiang's name wrong. Um, I think too old, but we'll win it in extra time. I think we'll win tonight. Steve, I was hoping to catch you while you had the water in your mouth, but you know. I think it'll be comfortable. Andy Carroll's not the player he was two or three years ago. Um, their midfield isn't isn't fantastic, and I tell you what, I wouldn't if 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 I had the money to bet with, I wouldn't I wouldn't look past Isaac Hayden getting sent off because he likes a red card. Our old, our old. Didn't buddy. he used to play for us? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To be fair, he's done all right up there, but he's just he's that he's that sort of player. But he, he positionally, he's not not the best. He's probably gonna have a <laughs> have a belter now. Now I've said that, but um, yeah, I think we'll be I think we'll be comfortable. I think it'll be two nil. Trev, uh, I think we'll win comfortably. And Trolls has nailed it. I think we'll win comfortably, not because of we've got our strongest side out. I do worry about two or three positions in our side. But Newcastle don't look very strong at the moment. Um, I fancy us to win about 4-0. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, I mean, we've got the good and the bad in the side today, haven't we? I mean, we've got Martinelli. Yeah. As, as, as the princess rightly said earlier, we need Aubameyang <laughs> to start firing again, and he's got a great opportunity today. Willian worries me greatly. Pepe, I'm still hoping that somewhere in there there is a player going to come out because I don't think we've seen it yet. Um, as long as Louise don't get pressured too much in a back four, that worries me a bit. But I think we'll win comfortably. I'm seriously going to go for 4-0. Well, I'm with Steve. I'm going for 2 nil in 90 minutes. Um, I can't do 120 minutes. I can't do penalty shootouts. <laughs> honestly, I, I, I've had a Christmas uh, that uh, and New Year that I don't want to repeat. And um, I just want to see this again. I really just want to see yeah. this. Again. Yeah, 14 and forward. I want 15 and even more forward. So there we go. It's our, it's our cup, isn't it? It's our thing. It's, it's, it's our trophy. Yeah. That's what we call it. FA Cup is our yeah. trophy. That's the name That's of the, the title of the episode. Earlier. That there is what oh. I meant earlier when I said about the League Cup not being as special for me. Can I ask you, sorry, how old are you, Steve? <laughs> I'm 27. Right. So does what would you rather win, the, the League Cup or get fourth? It's no wrong answer here. It's up to you. I would rather get fourth because... It means that we're playing. Slabs his pen down. No, 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 no. It's because it's an it's, age thing, Trev. You got to let him speak. I, I get, Go no, on, I get, Steve. I, I just think I, I would. I, I love to win trophies. I was absolutely gutted when we lost to Birmingham. Um, mm, that was terrible. It was bad. Uh, but I, but I would at this point in time, I would like to see Arsenal back in the Champions League, even if even if we're just going to be there to make up the numbers, as a lot of people say. I would rather see us have nights at the Emirates on a Tuesday or a Wednesday where we're playing against the likes of Barcelona, Real Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich, rather than... Yeah, but, but Steve, currently, if we came up again, 
okay, maybe not Barcelona because they're not at the finest at the moment, but if we come up against Bayern Munich, Real Madrid or anything like that in the Champions League, uh, we're not going to get past the group stages. Exactly. We're Do you know what? There's, there's still that chance. Look at the look at the times where we've beaten Bayern and we've beaten Barca in the past and everybody wrote us off. <laughs> you know. Right, Steve, just read what Kevin said because I knew Kevin <laughs> would say it because we him say it. Super Kevin Campbell. You but, yeah, can I just Campbell. say something? In Steve's defence, Kevin and I are the same age and Trev's a little bit older and Fergus it's an age thing all young people on our podcast that come on as well and say the same thing they see second third and fourth as a trophy they see it as I much more... come on, I no 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 that. hold on sorry not as a trophy but it's I'm more young. important no not you Steve oh shut up you um Steve, Steve, Steve sees it Steve's age group from 15 up to say 30 35 see the third, fourth, you know, as as more important because they want to be in the Champions League. But you know, it depends what you're watching football for. And Kevin will be sitting there going like this. I know he will, um, I, no, I, because I, it's because it's all about winning trophies. If you're a player, and obviously Kevin was, if you're a player, and we've had this conversation so many times, they're there to win trophies. They're not there to come third. Mm-hmm. And to qualify to play Bayern Munich and lose 5-2 in our backyard every minute or 10-2 overall, it's not about that. I'm happier being in the Europa League at the moment because we've got a really good chance of winning it. Obviously, if we win it, we get into the Champions League, which, of course, is where we all want to be. I'm not saying that, but we're not good enough. People have to realise we're not good enough as the top four yet. We're getting there and things are getting better, as we can see. But it's all about winning trophies. When Tottenham go to Wembley next month, sorry, Steve, I will let you talk in a sec. When Tottenham go to to Wembley next month, we have taken the piss out of them for not winning trophies for years. Let me tell you how desperate, there's our Kev, let me tell you how desperate we're going to be, they're going to be to win that trophy. And all Arsenal fans are going to call it the Mickey Mouse Cup because it's them. But deep down, we'd love to be in that final. I'd love to be in that final. 100% I'd, I'd love to be in that final. If you'd have asked me what would I prefer out of FA Cup or fourth, it'd be FA Cup every single time for me. As I, I just, I think it is. It's more because I don't have that. You know, you talk about eighty-seven and eighty-eight, and and before I was born, having those special moments in the League Cup. My experience in the League Cup is putting out awful teams against the likes of Chelsea and going out in whatever round it is we always come in at. Um, and losing to Birmingham, that you know, and and the shocking performance against Man City the other year, I would have loved for us to beat City the other year, but it it just for me, Steve. Steve, one thing in the re- it, this goes down in the in the history books, yeah, they're never going to write in the history books who came third. No, They're going to write for the year of 1994 who Arsenal won the League Cup, yes. whatever it is, and, and it's very true. And Trophies make history, not history. Yeah, yep. And unfortunately, Steve, I know it's, but it's your generation. I understand yeah, you're no, all like that. that. No one's any different. That's why <laughs> I asked. Shut these two up with you a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't popped for a bit. You can tell. I'd love Listen, right. many trophies every season, but I just think, I for me, it's just because I don't have that that affinity and those special moments in the League Cup. I think that's what it is. But FA Cup, hundred percent. I'd love to win that every season. Over fourth, over third, over second, like. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Listen. everyone in the comments who I who I've riled with my 
heathen. <laughs> you're entitled to your opinion. Steve. It, it's, it's fine. Steve, you haven't rolled people, son. Steve, no. Steve, you haven't rolled people, son. You're, you're just, just wrong. Got an opinion, <laughs> and you're of a different age. And you can't help that. You, you'll grow yeah. up one day and you'll be with us. But listen, <laughs> yeah. and, there's, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the Europa League. As a fan, me, yeah. I love it. I, I mean, you don't mm -hmm. Carabag, Barte, Borisov, Poltava, Vittorio Guimaraes. Great trips. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. And we've yeah. got a chance. I'd, I'd, have the been of them, I'd have been in Austria this year. If we weren't if we weren't COVID, I would have been in Austria. So the final in Azerbaijan. What a trip that was. <laughs> what a trip that was. We've got to be in the cups. We want to win the cups. Keep the European Cup for a bit. We'll we're back in two or three years, we'll be all right. But until then, we're happy where we are. We're going to win all the, we want to win all the cups. And Amanda is exactly right. I don't, apart from the fact I don't mention the name, Amanda, that mob up the road are in the final this year. We've got to suck it up, buttercup, not belittle it. Hope they get stuffed, right? And yeah. move on. Because, you know, we've still won. Like, if they win that cup this year, they've, they've only got to win about another 11 league titles and about eight <laughs> FA Cups, and they're level with us. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100% Kev 100% I, I'd, I would not scoff at the FA Cup at any stage I, I wouldn't scoff at the League Cup but I think at this point in time I'd love to be back in the Champions League so I would take take that over a League Cup and, and, and Steve, Steve th those pointy boots that he wears on, on Amazon Prime they're really shiny and I, I, really <laughs> you, do you know what I think he should wear his dicky bow Actually, oh, I don't care if it's trip. not Thursday, Dickie <laughs> Bow Thursday. Kev, Kev next time, if you're on Amazon Prime, you've got to wear your Dickie Bow. Honestly, Amanda, having Trev on Amazon Prime, I, I've tweeted him the last couple of times. He's just a Trev has to be on Amazon Prime. Trev? <laughs> no, he means Kev. You mean Kev, don't you, on yeah, Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah. Just having a pundit that talks some bloody sense, you know. After time, we, we we're watching recently, and it's been on BT or yeah. Sky Sports with Roy Keane, and <clears throat> oh, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I I love listening to Kev. So the only trouble is, I'm gonna have to part with him tonight. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, night. Steve, like me. <laughs> the other, Sorry, go ahead, Drew. The other, the other night when our man KC was on Amazon Prime. Casey, I know you're watching our them shoes were a bit bright, so I had to turn the brightness down on the old telly. <laughs> a bit blinding. I had to dig the sunglasses out from the summer bag, son. Oh, come on, Trev. He always looks dapper. Come he, on. He, he, he was a, he was Even I can't say he didn't. We love we seen. I'm gonna get so much abuse for this post game, you know uh, that, don't you? I can say what I want because he's not here now. Amanda, um I, I, that brings me perfectly on to closing the show, but I want you to uh, remind people where they can see you and Super Kev later today. Uh, I thank you for joining uh, us on Guns and Yellow Ribbons, but tell us a little about where, about where you are and um, where you and Super Kev will be later on this, after, this evening. Okay, so me and Super Kev will be battling it out like we always do, <laughs> um, as he's tweeted. Um, on the Highbury Squad podcast, about five minutes after the game ends, there'll be me, Kev, and Soccer Diva, which is Sophie. Come and join us because we're just like a family of people that don't stop arguing <laughs> with each other. But Kev and I, because we're virtually the same age, it's the same era, we sort of tend to agree. And I, I, it drives me insane when he says stuff and I sit there and I go like that. But it's very good. So come and join us. Hybrid Squad Podcast, YouTube. Uh, the links are on Twitter and 
wherever else we are, Facebook, Twitch, Twitch, Twitcher. I don't even know what it is. Um, you haven't even had champagne yet. No, no. <laughs> come and follow us on LinkedIn <laughs> as well. We're on LinkedIn now. So, wow. um, yeah, and thank you for having us, having me on. You're I really welcome. enjoy coming more, on here. It's lovely. More than welcome. Listen, it's meant to just be four gooners sitting down the pub. Yeah. Drinking a lemonade or drinking a beer like I am, uh, you know. So, uh, and it's just please God, relaxed. one day we can do that, not virtually. Oh, yes, do you know what? I don't be... think any of us will ever take it for granted again, ever. Even you, getting you stuck in traffic, getting to the Emirates, or it pouring down with rain, or the steward telling you to sit down, all the things, you know, like in bringing a substitute on when you don't agree. I just think we're just gonna lap it up. You know what? I, we've had this lazy day today with me and the wife and with what we've gone through over the, the, the last few weeks. Um, yeah. It has made me reevaluate a lot of stuff. Not being able to go to the football has been dreadful. But the pub's not open. Also catastrophic for me because I'm a social social person. Um, but um, the fact that the football's on the telly and every game has been shown is really good. Um, but it just makes you reevaluate what's important, and, and the people around you are very important, and, and, and the people virtually as well as physically. Um, and you know, uh, look, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll get too deep. Um, oh <laughs> no, you've Fergus, been through a lot, Fergus. So it's totally Fergus, understandable. Fergus, don't get. You're not getting too deep, son. You're talking about something that we love, yes, and real. you've been through an extra hard time recently, so it's affecting you even more, right? So and, and so you're not getting too deep, pal. You've had it hard, and 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 thankfully, your good lady is, is well again, and I thank the Lord for that, you know. But it is a it is a day that we miss, right? You know, I've got I've got the first day back we're allowed to go planned. I have. If yeah. it's a three o'clock kickoff, I'm going to be in the pub at ten, right? I'm yeah. going to meet Fergus. <laughs> I'm going to meet Johnny. I'm going to meet all the lads. I'm going to meet Potsy, whoever's princess. I'm going to meet all of you. But I I am going to be in the ground when it opens at one yeah. o'clock. Two hours before, yeah. I'm going to be in that ground because I, I've missed it I, more than I've ever missed I, anything. But I need I to be in that ground. And when the, we have, I, I think when we have the first game back that everybody can attend, I think Highbury squad, same old Arsenal, Ars blog, Guns and Yellow Ribbons, every podcast, every, Arsenal fans TV, everybody should mobilise to ensure that every gooner that yeah. can get a ticket is in that ground two hours beforehand and your sings and parties hug. Yeah. Oh, I'm cold. Hug I, I, I have as well, but I think, Fergus, every every ground and every fan of every yes. other team feels the same. I, yeah. I mean, I'd even go and watch any football now. I miss, I miss all about it, everything about it. I, you know, I go with my cousin to the game and obviously then I venture off and see everybody else. I miss seeing him. You know, I don't see him anymore. It, it's, there's, there's so much to it. But ultimately, the most important thing is we all keep well and we all keep healthy and we do what we're told to yeah. do by socially distanced, wearing your mask and washing your hands. Because whether you believe it or not, there is there is a major catastrophe going on in these hospitals at the moment. And as you know, Fergus, you've been there and 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 it's and it's heartbreaking. But as, as Trev said, for our mental health, this is important. As much as they cause our mental health to be bad sometimes, <laughs> it yeah. is so important that <laughs> that we can get back to some sort of normality. And I miss my seat in the East End Upper at the Emirates so much yeah. and when you're righty and, and, and shira and, and, live there you, today you, and you, i want righty to go and see my seat you know to make sure everything's <laughs> okay oh i miss it it's it's, it's you it's are right just, and it, it, it's really it's really important 
that you know getting back onto the the public message it's really important that people understand especially in the london area and i know it's spreading around yeah. uh, other areas but you know where our our rate in in uh Loughton and that sort of region is uh, uh we've got 1446 per 100,000 that's a, that's maybe 15 our rate i know it's not much different where you are amanda no. and i know it's creeping up in the other areas around the country listen um as i said before uh you might get this stuff i'm currently covid positive i have been since the 19th of december i'm fine there's nothing wrong with me okay yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with me i've got little or no symptom symptoms i had a bit of tiredness and stuff like that that could be you you yeah. will most of us will have little or no effect but if you get it like my wife did last week and she was near death's door. I, I, I tried to play it down last week, but she was about to be put into, you know, the, the worst state that you you want somebody to be in. Um, uh, just do it for others. Do it for yeah. mankind. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm going to finish it up here because I want to watch football. And yeah. <laughs> here. Um, Amanda, thank you again for joining us. Steve, as always, thank you for joining us. Old man Trev, a hundred. finished for you. I'm not finished with you, Fergus. No I'm waiting Listen. to be serenaded. He still he promises uh, and he I'm, doesn't do yeah, it. Amanda, I'll, wait, I'm saving all my love for you. When I see <laughs> you in the pub, right, I'm going to let you buy me a beer. You're a lucky girl. You're on. Right? I'm lucky. Fergus, listen. Fergus, listen. Make the most of today, right? Because I said on the last podcast, being nice is over now. We're back to normal with you, pal. The good lady is better. It's resumed. The war is resumed, my son. So I've been nice to you today, but now it's all over. I know you're going to go now, so I just want to say, Steve, pleasure again, mate. Amanda, always, always a pleasure. Always. Fergus, oh, you know I love you, pal. And I can't wait till we're sat in a boozer having a beer. Oh, me too, mate. I'll, I'll give you the biggest hug and I'll pull on that beard, I tell you. Listen, Heath is so nice crap line. Uh, only one last thing to say up the arse. Um, I, I've been asking for um, likes on our YouTube stuff. Um, and I, I'm misinformed because I don't know what I'm doing. What we actually need, we're on 382 subscribers. We need 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel so that we'll be able to, when we get to that pub and I pull... Um, Trev's beard. I'll be able to use this phone to record it and broadcast it uh, live on, on on YouTube. So if you do like what we do on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much, Super Kev, for joining in. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, old man, Trev. You have been watching an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Uh, Heath has said it already, but only one last thing to say. Up the arse. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.